This is the Endless Ranters Podcast. Get it on. Get it on. This is Jaden. This is Chris. Welcome to episode 28 of the Endless Runners podcast, the podcast for Adam Carolla fans by Adam Carolla fans. Thanks for listening and subscribing, and thanks for all of your support. Our guest today is James Kutcher. Love this guy. He is very funny and has a biting wit. Always, uh, always enjoy seeing his comments in the Adam Carolla podcast Facebook group. Uh, speaking of which, remember to look for and join our Facebook group, the Endless Rainers Podcast Facebook page, where uh, you can get involved in the conversation, kind of have a little say about uh, what we talk about, and uh, just uh, tell us what you like or what you don't like. Uh, we're also on Twitter at Endless Ranters and Instagram at Endless Rainers Podcast. So, uh, and wherever you listen, leave us a rating or review. Uh, because that's what we're supposed to say. We're supposed to do that. So, uh, uh, special thanks to Superfan Giovanni for episode 27. Wow, uh, that was an incredible episode. So much information. We were just blown away. I think we were, we were just talking offline about uh, listening to that show and you know maybe having to listen once or twice more um, to just kind of pick up on all the things he was saying. So, so much. So much Adam Carolla history. So if you want to know more about uh, yeah, the history of the podcast and Giovanni's involvement, yeah, it's a must-listen. Programming notes. Uh, another good guest, uh, maybe in the next week or so, Dick Banks has agreed to come on and talk a little bit about it. So that's kind of topical with, uh, was it Banks Madness, I think it was called? Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Something like yeah, that. It's cool. Uh, and actually, I uh, got him to sign up before we knew he was going to be on the, the podcast. I guess that was uh, Tuesday this week. So looking forward to that because, yeah, his similar to Geo, his work for the podcast is pretty, is pretty fascinating, pretty rich. So anyway, uh, so Jaden, anything you want to add? Uh, no. Okay. Why don't we go uh, find James? Yes, sir. All right, everybody. We are back with our guest. James Kutcher. Most important thing I can tell you about this guy is that he is perfectly normal, perfectly healthy. James, how you doing, man? Hi, guy. <laughs> Hi, guy. <Yeah>. Hi, guy. <laughs> he did that, I think, so we're recording on a Wednesday. I think he, that was uh, on part one of today's episode. Is that right? I was listening to it today in the car. What, ACS? Yeah. Oh, he I was don't doing think the, they did the high guy today. Really? Maybe it was yesterday, but there's more on A and D. Uh, he did high guy today. He did. High. What, what is that? From? What is that from? Do y'all do y'all know or what? Where does uh, that come from? I'm not even sure. Like a soap commercial or something. Oh, I only reference it from the show. Oh, okay. Same. He definitely did it, but you know, it's okay if you're not li- really listening to the show. All right. Anyway, uh, so James, thanks yeah. for joining us. We really appreciate it. Where are you joining us from? About four miles away from city limits, southwest Portland. 
Okay, so is that where you're from originally, or how, how have you lived there a long time? I've lived here uh, close to 20 years, and I'm from Detroit, Michigan originally. And then uh, when I started my kind of adult career life, I moved immediately from Michigan to uh, Tempe, Scottsdale, Phoenix, and uh, then from there to Austin for a year. And then when I was living out there, I decided to make another change and move out here. I wanted to see the country a little bit. Oh, that's quite a trip. So Detroit to Scottsdale, you said, to Austin, and then to Portland. So I don't know. I've heard that Austin and Portland are a little bit similar. like Very s- similar. Sister cities, right? Absolutely. Keeping it weird? Yeah, keeping it tattooed, weird, engaged. <laughs> I thought you were going to say gay. I'm guessing you do not have... Uh, oh, yeah, I'm, you bet I'm guessing you. you're talking about ear gauges, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm guessing one, you don't have those. Side of your cock. Yeah, Prince Albert's. Yeah, so like in, uh, what did I start? I start, like, meh, I'm not getting ahead of myself. Oh, no, let, please Let do. you guys run your own show. No, please do, yeah. So what about, you were saying something about Austin or what? Yeah, you know? where I started uh, getting tattooed down when I was in Phoenix, but really, uh, it was that was like 95, 96. And 99 in Austin, uh, big scene before it was more in vogue like it is now and was all stamped up down there. Yeah, it's weird. I, I got a I got a couple of tattoos when it wasn't like when it was still kind of rebellious. Yeah. And so and now it's cool. And like I'm not I'm actually getting those tattoos removed. I mean, I, I'm, I don't know if I ever brought it up before. I mean, I'm getting laser tattoo removal on my chest yeah, nah. and my back. Jesus. And it is fucking painful. painful. Oh yeah. my god! Have you ever had it done? Oh no! Like the, oh. the pieces that I get are way too big. Like it's you're you're with it. That's it. Yeah. Well, they're probably they probably look good and stuff. And there's really oh yeah, no beautiful. Room. Yeah. I mean, and if you're into such a thing, the stuff that I got is done by very good artists. But like when your style changes, sorry, buddy, you're not getting that yeah. thing lasered off. Nope. You do See, not want to do it. You'll be surprised to know that I have zero tattoos. What? Yeah. Shocking. Shh. What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't you don't want them. You don't need them. It's just a fucking pain in the ass. I mean, what I, I unless tell everybody. The most I mean, unless you're gonna get something Yeah. The most rebellious thing I've ever done was I got an earring during <laughs> during senior week of yeah. uh, right after graduating. <laughs> you have her boyfriend oh push it through. God. That's hilarious. <laughs> you you got he had a he had a Lawrence Taylor like dangly. Dangly. You had to do one side. Yeah, I did have a like a Oh my god. Yeah, one side. I was the right one, right? I think so. Left side. No, I'll bet left side. no, his was on the right. I know. Oh, his, his was on the right for sure. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. You guys yeah, they get both or or but. yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. Never, then it became like, yeah. Well, after my time, it was both. Yeah, I ran with both for a while. Into being a pirate, like you're a you're a pirate with earrings in both ears. But yeah, you know, I don't remember. I could feel for the hole, but my headphones are on, so I can't really. Do that. Yeah, I got my eyebrow pierced when I was like sixteen. Word by by a guy that I should not have gotten it done by. I don't know what the fuck I was thinking. So yeah. You know, moving away from 
tattoos and various piercings. You said you left Detroit 20 years ago. Like, so what prompted you to leave? Other than oh, you wanted to see the other, you know, other parts of the country. But. Uh, well, it was a couple things. things. First is that state and that city didn't have a lot going on for a younger person at that time. Um, and then I was walking between classes one day and I just remember it, the wind hitting me and I didn't have an app hat, happened to have a hat on. And like the next two days, my ear molted like twice. And I just couldn't figure out why we were putting ourselves through that kind of torture. It was so cold. They shut down classes for the temperature. So I was that was just it. I was like, I got to get out of here. And I have a little bit of what wanderlust, you know, kind of a hyper independent person. Sure. Good reason. And yeah. And then so uh, and then it was just at the start of the roaring 90s for me. It was like 95. And so there was a million tech jobs and you could basically relocate anywhere you wanted. Somebody would pay to move you and give you a bonus on top of it. And so I found a, a job that I thought was interesting in Phoenix, and I was out. Cool. So, yeah, I've been to Detroit in the winter. Just Brutal. in the last... Yeah, and, I, and when I travel, I don't really pack a winter coat, so I'm just in, like, a suit with a... Did you bring a gun? No. <laughs> no, I did not. Yeah. Yeah. I'm BYOG. Sure work. Yeah. <laughs> but in a, you know, in a suit jacket... You know, it's like walking downtown, you know, after parking, and it just, yeah, it was brutal. Just yeah, cut, it, cuts right through you. Yeah, yeah, and that's what they call that bone-chilling cold. And it's not like that all the time, but uh, it's gray enough, and, and, and economically, it was just, that was also brutal. I didn't have any job offers in the state, even. Yeah. So, it was just yeah. like, um, for someone like me, it's perfect opportunity to bounce. Yeah, Good. So uh, Scottsdale to Austin to Portland. So at, at what point in your journey did you first listen to Adam Carolla? You know who introduced you and and how? Uh, what all? So probably. Let me think here. Probably some Love Line without even really kind of really resonating with me. Um, the Drawn Together. I definitely watched. Um, what was his other? Oh, Man Show. Uh, and then really when he took over Howard Stern's slot, I've, uh, I've been a talk radio listener for years, all kinds of stuff. And Howard Stern was one of the things and he, he filled that slot and I was listening to him from basically from then on, uh, when he went to podcasting and I didn't understand or even know what that was, there was probably a couple year break there. But then when I got turned on to that, I was back on again and I've been there since. Got it. Yeah, that's a pretty, yeah, it's a good, uh, diverse introduction to Ace. A love line, radio, MTV? Uh, radio and a little bit of TV, but more of the probably just on MTV. Okay, got it. And then, yeah, Howard Stern. Yeah, we've, I guess, yeah, you've got a kind of combination of um, what other guests have, have listed as their introduction. So, yeah. But, yeah, make makes a lot of sense because he's... Ace has been in a lot of places for a long time. So what what was it about Adam that got, or yeah, what was it about Adam that got you hooked as far as bits or rants? Well, I think um, with most things, I, I like to think I'm funny like every other dickhead. Um, but the comedic value 
right? That was what kind of gets you interested. And then, um, God, it was that call to with, uh, was it Coulter? Where he bounced her off. Oh, yeah. That was yeah, just yeah. fucking genius. <laughs> what I mean, year was that? Do you know? Oh, God. It, so let me think about that. That's got to be 2009, 10. Was it that was, was that, on, that was on the podcast? Was it podcast? No, it was a radio. It was a radio. Oh, okay. It was on his radio show with Strasser. Chef was still there, I think. And God damn, was that brilliant. I mean, that was just like that. I mean, if you give his top 10 moments, that's got to be up there where he's just, I don't give a fuck. And, and someone like me, um, I don't know, it just, that stuff really resonates with me where he's got a guest on there. And that's important to your, to your, uh, you know, your presence in the media to be able to get guests. And he's like, Oh, fuck it. Mm-hmm. Or she got sing songy with him. Um, yeah, that yeah, kind of well, stuff. Well, so, Adam. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I love that about him. I love that that in the was it Pamela Anderson that was late? Yeah. And he was just like, like we're enabling her. Yeah, fuck <laughs> it. God, I've dealt with that type of stuff with so many chicks. As soon as I see that, I call it hot chick syndrome. I don't know if I made that up or where I got that from, but when a chick is constantly being told, I I feel like we've talked about this before, but when a chick is constantly being told what she wants to hear, oh, you're so funny, oh, you're so smart, and then she tries her act with me, and I'm just like, no, that's fucking stupid. And I was like, why, what are you talking about? You know, and she's just like, and she'll freeze up and or get pissed off, you know, um, but I've dealt with that type of thing, and I imagine that's what it is. You know, a lot of people not calling uh, who, uh, Pamela Anderson out for her bullshit, right? That has to be what that is. Oh, sure, yeah. Well, you know, back in the the uh, Baywatch days, she was a pretty big get. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, and he's kind of got that um, that sense of fairness or whatever, and it's, it's just equal, no matter who yeah. you are. And I think he's smart enough to realize it has an impact, but then the other um, kind of fairness thing kicks in, and he's like, fuck it. Yeah, he's very, you know, we I think we touched on this with Giovanni in the last episode. He just the super pragmatism like if you want to make the world a better place, there's a lot of little things you can do which is don't enable people, you know, and, and not just, you know, not waiting for Pamela Anderson or kicking Ann Coulter off the phone, but all those micro things, you know, in life and daily life like don't enable this, don't enable that with your kids, your spouse, your you whatever. So yeah, I think, yeah, everybody loves that about Ace, right? Yeah. Uh, one, one thing that I, uh, oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh no, I was just going to say, yeah, I think that with a lot of the kind of true fans that it's one of the things that resonates with them for sure. Except for now with the whole, uh, you know, Mark Garrigus. Yeah. Uh, well, whole, fuck whole those that's, people. That's, it, does people not understand what an attorney does? Oh no, I do. Yeah. So yeah, the, my opinion on that is, is kind of nuanced because I'm all for Garagos doing his thing. I'm all for criminals having, uh, you know, a strong defense. It's just the Adam Carolla a couple of years ago would have been like, fuck you, Jussie Smollett. Fuck you, Mark Garagos. You're full of shit. And by, Oh, what was the word by kind of, um, suffering through that. Yeah. You're, that that's not ace. I don't know. I'm, I'm but I'm fine with Garagos. I'm fine with defense attorneys and what their job is. But it's just a little bit weird to listen to Adam 
he's he is trying to press Gergos and his whatever that the other Smollett attorney a little bit, but I don't know. Yeah, you the, the A side love harder. Yeah, the A side love would just be like just just kill yourself, just <laughs> just 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 kill yourself. You you know you got caught doing something and. You know, yeah, your attorneys are bullshitting to try to spin it so that you can still have a job, you know, a, a career in acting and not be a pariah. But, you know, yeah, just 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 go away. But yeah, but I, you know, I, I also love for Adam Kroll to be successful. So I imagine Reasonable Doubt has gotten a lot more listens, downloads recently because of that. So, yeah. This one part of it I don't like about it, but I, I don't really. I want. I always want Adam to be successful, so I don't have a problem with ads and you know him pot, you know, being a podcast one or anything. Yeah, yeah. I, I want. I want people like Adam Kroll to be rich. So, what, what do you think is the biggest thing that that you disagree with Adam about, James? Uh, if I thought about that, uh, probably the. Um, I totally agree that um, education and the family are very important. I'm a sing- like single person. I'm not going to have kids. That's not kind of what my path is. But I, you know, it's easy to have strong opinions about all that stuff without having to live it. Uh, but when he's saying that, and then he goes on to tell stories about how he's raising his kids. I mean, Jesus, it's like. <laughs> yeah. oh, ah. I mean, they're so soft and spoiled. And, and like, I'm a little bit envious as well. I mean, there's part of it in me that I wish that I had kind of, like, stable parents that had some money and that you didn't have to uh, scramble uh, as a kid. Um, But those kids got, I mean, those pussies got zero dip. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, I think. Are you well, the guy that called? Uh, the, there was a guy that called Sonny a pussy when he got when he fractured his skull. No, I, no, that's I the would, only no, time. No, 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 I was just joking. But I, that was the one time where I no. fucking leaned, leaned into somebody on behalf of somebody else. No, I, I was like, I, who the fuck is this guy? No, that poor kid bounced his head off the pavement and made Ace wrong about not wearing a helmet, which is kind of funny. Uh, but I would know that that kid that they showed that uh, somebody posted that picture. I, I don't know where I saw yeah. it. Yeah, his face was off. After yeah, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not one of those people who piles on or, um, you know. Yeah, no, fuck no, no. I'm not saying that. But I yeah, would I definitely thought... say those kids are soft and spoiled. And Ace would not disagree for one second. I don't know. What do you think he would hate about you? Well, we already talked. I'm just like heavily tattooed. Um, <laughs> what I want to say, I'm a little, I'm, I'm wound pretty tight, like a uh, borderline OCD. Um, and I don't think like I, I startle and I jump pretty easily. Uh, hmm. but you know, that's, I, I don't know what, you know, what you could possibly do. Like when those dishes crash, I turn around more out of startle than I want to say, you know, point my finger and have a laugh. Um, hmm. Adam, yeah. he splits hairs on that because the OCD and hypervigilance, I mean, they're just they're just a couple of degrees apart. Right? Yeah, yeah. Well, so, he would lo- if I work for him, he would love the fuck out of it uh, oh, yeah, because I am on the details. I mean, yeah, he would he would like Loxamana to be more OCD. I'm sure. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, because I don't let details slip. I mean, 
but like in life, you've got to kind of balance that. I wish I had an ounce of uh, type B in me where I could, you know, modulate or turn that off. Unfortunately, you know, you kind of are who you are. Um, so I, but I think that that would be something he'd be kind of looking sideways at me. But if I work for him, he'd love it because shit would get done. It would get done on time. I'd stay, I do all of those things. I've got like a crap load of grit and work ethic and all that. Yeah. What's up with Dylan? Is he okay? <laughs> I mean, he seems like a nice guy, but it seems like they're constantly like giving him shit about. Is that, is that the kid who fucked in his bed? No, uh, that was Kalen. Oh, okay, okay. Dylan's the guy that does the yeah, he does like the, the Corolla drinks. Yeah, he's good at that. I like his voice. Oh, I don't. Oh, okay. I don't. I don't know what he does. Do you? Uh, do you know when you joined the ACS podcast Facebook group? Um, I don't. I was trying to guess at that, and I think it was like probably 2013, 2014. Oh, wow. Well. That's pretty. So you early saw some on titties. Oh. I was on that post, boys. Oh yeah, <laughs> on it. Oh, I hang some brains. <laughs> no, I, I wasn't on that post. So, but if anybody does want to see the brains, just hit you. Yeah, up. hit me up. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, bra- <laughs> some cauliflower brains. <laughs> no, um. So, but do you know anybody? Uh, well, do you, do you have any friends in in your life that that listen to to ACS? Oh, yeah. So my buddy uh, got me into the podcast, and I think he's the one that turned me up. Like, in, during that break between the radio show and when he was doing the podcast, my buddy turned me on to it. And we, we've been to, I don't know how many live events. I've done a, at least a half a dozen live events. Um, we did the bar crawl. Yeah, I've got one friend. You'd think it'd be more, but it's one. Is, is he still in that group? Or oh, yeah. He, I just or? invited him to join the Endless Ranters. Okay. Oh, nice. You know, nice. shout out yeah, to we'll Nick tell, Caster. Tell, hey, yeah, Bob Oh, we'll uh, okay. Tell him to listen first and then decide if he wants to join, you know? <laughs> I would recommend that anyway. I'd say it's join first, download every episode, subscribe, listen, yeah, you know. And then leave. <laughs> <Eve. laughs> you know, yeah, then delete without, and without unsubscribing. Them. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just just have it go autom- automatically. Yeah, I've seen you um at, you know, pictures posted of you at the you know, some of the Portland events. Yeah, it, you guys are lucky that Oh yeah, you for live sure. out there and he comes your way. Yeah. yeah, it it was it is is was really nice um to have that kind of access to it because it just comes to your town. You don't have to take a trip and if you're busy all I got to do is go out on a Friday or Saturday night and uh, tie one on, which I'm going to do anyway. So, Have you been to any other shows outside of Portland? No, I have not. Yeah, so bad. Yeah, six I, more. Yeah, that's that's good. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, can't, I don't know. Oh, I lost count. And and, and fortunately, like, we're, we did get me and him and whoever, like the group that we're kind of hanging with. We, I mean, at least me. I'm, uh, tip back a few too many and to be honest I have to I would re-listen to the live show to remember what happened oh yeah yeah I'm sure yeah I, I was at the ACS 10 year podcast yeah that looked fun had to listen to it because it was just you know a lot of drinking smoking, mm-hmm. whatever before and after so the the actual podcast a little blurry so yeah 
But that, that was good, though, with uh, the Kyle Dunnigan guy was there so it was, and Jimmy Kimmel. So it was kind of cool to see those guys face-to-face on stage. Um, that's my memory of it, just kind of the visual, the, the content or what they talked about. Yeah, yeah it gets a little so fuzzy after a, yeah. a few. Yeah. So that's cool. You have at least someone in your daily life that, or a friend that listens to Adam Carolla and is in the group. Uh, and you've met a lot of uh, ace holes then, right? Oh, yeah. At these Portland events. For sure. Really, really nice people. Um, yeah. And and shout out. And, yeah. I give a shout out. Like, I think, um, and I'm missing people for sure. It's like Rob uh, Carrillo, Cody, Manny. Rob, Robbie Spotlight. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Louise, Laura, Mandy, the Joe Garys. Um, Wait, there's two. Yeah, he's got a son that isn't super active. Um, like he is not as apt to tell you to fuck off as the original <laughs> Joe Gary. Uh, but he's he's a really nice guy in town as well. And I think, well, I don't think I know uh, the senior Joe Gary lives in Utah, and then he will come in, and they will both be at the events. Hmm. That is cool, and I remember seeing that and being confused. Like, wait, is Joe Gary an older guy? Is he a younger guy? What What's going on here? The answer is kinda, yes. Uh, yeah, <laughs> he's both. Yeah, we're uh, you know we had a little dust up with Joe Gary early on, but he's, well, he is a cool guy, and uh, he is a uh, he's a you know Adam Carolla veteran. Yeah, so, yeah, we'd like to like have like him on. Yeah, he's told me to fuck off. I don't know how many times, and. I don't know, I was listening to one of your previous podcasts, or maybe Mandy was saying, oh, well, it used to be a smaller group, and people, it's just different. I mean, I think social media is a little different now, and he would tell you to fuck off, and like me, I'm like, damn, like, I've never done that to anybody online, anybody. Me Uh, neither. But I didn't, like, I don't know, I just didn't react to it, and then it's like, oh, I think that's just like, hello. Or, yeah, it's hey, like a you badge exist. of honor in the yeah. Adam Carolla, the old school Adam Carolla group. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I called him a fag and told him to suck a dick. I think, but you know, to each their own. That's like saying pretty, hello. Over pretty me. close to that. Well, yeah, but, yeah it's exactly yeah. the same. It is that. But to be fair, like if you said, if I told you to fuck off and you said that to me, I, I don't, I just, it wouldn't even bump me. And I wouldn't like if we are friends. I wouldn't delete. I've never like, uh, what do you? I don't know how you even get rid of friends. Or block Unfriend. people or whatever. I don't care. Oh yeah, no, I don't either. I mean, oh, I never yeah, I've never done blocked him either. Yeah. It was only because he leaned into me so hard for like pretty much nothing, and I was just like, and then I, I looked down at my phone and I had like fucking twenty comments, and it was him and one guy like basically challenging me to fly up to wherever they live and like <laughs> throw down. I was like, what the fuck is going on? And I just said you know to suck each other's dicks or something and i got muted by by an admin oh Still. yeah the only time i've been like uh, bounced off of facebook for a handful of days it was from the ace group um and i can't remember what it was but it was pretty benign comment and like it I, was it was taylor no, well i no I, I don't i have no idea who it was uh, right i had some some idea at the time but it was very benign it was like bizarre but whatever, it's like that. Like I, I always think that is like their problem and the, their their punishment. They gotta live in their own head. Good luck. Yeah, I'm with you. Well, in fairness to Joe Gary, he he does. He joined our group, and he I think he's listened to some of our podcasts, and he it was very complimentary. So yeah, yeah, he's 
Yeah, you know the ACS group. You gotta, you gotta be tough. You know, you can't oh, yeah, no, take things I'm, too seriously. And then, then there is also always good chances for misunderstandings. But then things get cleared up. So yeah, he, he oh, gave yeah, us a review, even. and I think not too long after that, he uh, someone asked about our show, and he actually posted the link to it and was complimentary. Gave us a recommendation. So thanks, Joe Gary. No, is that, and I think I talked to him. Of, at some point, but I don't, yeah, you know I me, you I, I've had, this has happened so. with, this has happened with several different people. I, don't, I actually forget their names. I don't even remember who at this point, because it's just not, it's just talking shit on the internet. It's no big deal. So yeah. yeah so much love to him. Um, do you listen to any other Corolla universe podcasts? Oh, Jim? for sure. Like I love reasonable doubt. Um, uh, Adam and drew, I listen to as well. And then I would consider this kind of like at least, uh, part of that universe, you know, right? Um, oh, thank you. That's good. Well, I mean, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I forgot about us. <laughs> yeah, you guys. Yeah, and I would say, um, yeah, that like I listened to the Giovanni episode before I listened to ACS. Like that thing got queued up, and I was like, oh, and that was one of the most compelling. I mean, not to kiss your sacks or anything, but that was more compelling than you know the, the routine ACS now. I mean, at least it's novel and new, and that guy, holy mm. crap, like a yeah. uh, uh, Rain Man or something. Well, first yeah. off, we're not really opposed to any sack kissing. Yeah, so kiss we always bring them up to Portland. <laughs> kiss, <laughs> away, kiss, away, kiss away, don't forget the shaft either. The shaft. But yeah, he was, I, I mean, I I, uh, I listened to that episode while I was driving from, you know, on my current trip, and yeah, it's just so much. So dude, it blew so much information. That, that blew my mind. The amount mm. of time that dude has put into this, uh, or I don't know, this uh, to Adam, Adam Corolla. Corolla, yeah. And then the uh, next thing that blew my mind is like, uh, can that dude get paid? Like, when does Ace or uh, Papa Norm break that guy off a piece? Yeah, yeah. I was. I was Damn. hoping. Hopefully they they have to get something out of the Corolla classics. Like, yeah, I was hoping he would hint that he does get paid a little bit or something, or there's some I hope kind he of does, and he just something talk about it coming through. But yeah, it's like uh, the the Corolla classics is probably getting a good amount of downloads because it's anybody that's listened and you know appreciates that. And I don't remember, I don't know that if they have any sponsors yet. Oh, yeah. Well, I, you know, I don't know how the business models work, and I'm certainly not telling anybody how to run their business, but that dude, I mean, I was just trying to think in my head what percentage of his life has he spent, like, not listening, but actually, you know, like, all the different things that he talked about, it's got to be 20% of that dude's life. Yeah. Yeah, I don't He's really, literally I'm, bled on, he's, he's he literally yeah. has blood on oh, that's right, um, yeah. the analog Tape I was at, or what were you going to say, Chris? Well, I was just going to say I don't care about my kids, you know, as much as he cares about Adam Carolla. I think that's probably <laughs> true. But yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, Jesus, that guy's be, dedicated. He'll be all right. Yeah, um, and one thing I uh, we didn't, maybe we didn't uh, touch on it as much as I wanted to, or because uh, I think it was getting later in the episode. But what I was telling him is, and I don't know if he was trying to say there was a lot of like. Uh, stuff uh, i didn't know if we were saying the same thing but 
what I was saying was that a good way, and I didn't get to word it like this. I wish I could have, but a good way for him to pot, uh, potentially get paid would be to do the archive, like a physical copy of of the archive, because he'd have to get paid for 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 compartment or like you know um, gathering all that and putting it on a disc and all that. That would, I think, be a a good right that would be a good way for him to get paid you know just put like put all those episodes from episode one and just do like a 10-year box set it'd be a shit ton of data and dvds but you know that time if you put that into that and i think a lot of people would buy that I think, you know because as opposed to going to for you know, sure the archi- archives are online and stuff but you know at any point like their website could go down or whatever you know whatever happens but people i think especially like his his audience probably has you know some older people i mean i i include my myself in that i some people prefer a physical copy you know and i think there's something there i think i think geo could get paid by doing that if they agreed you know i, th- well, I think there's something there plus ace's audience is like probably skewing towards midlife and those folks and i'm one of them we're probably more used to the, you know, not digital, but digital, but a hard copy of it. I think mm-hmm. I would, I think I'd buy it. I'm not even sure if I would listen to it in that format, but it would just be a cool collector's item almost. Yeah. You know, that's, that's, to, to display. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of what I was going to get to it. I mean, whether you listen or not, it's just something cool to have especially if it has like cool artwork, you know, it would probably come with like a bunch of pictures and, you know, stories, you know, like, uh, like actual, like copy or like prints, you know what I mean? I think he mentioned that was their vision was to have it kind mm-hmm. of a big, like a fold out thing, like accordion or something with, Oh, I don't, I don't remember what he wanted to have on there, but there was going to be something different about it where you could fold it out and you could kind of display that and, it would have some kind of graphic, so mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. So, uh, so James, have you ever have you ever met Ace? Oh yeah, uh, yeah, and okay, that was yeah. one of the things that one of the that again another endearing thing that I think um, is yeah. To be fair, I don't met very many famous people, um, but he stays after every show, shakes your hand, take a picture with you, and I just thought that was so cool. And so I've shook his hand a couple times, but I don't know, you know. It's just a hello, and then you're on your way. Mm. So, and then like we spent time on that bar crawl with Lynette, um, who very personable, uh, nice lady. Um, uh, but we actually talked to her and spent more time with her than Ace. And then the, a bunch of the lackeys were also super nice guys. Fuck yeah. That's all I hear is how cool everybody is. Yeah, super laid sure. back, very California, West Coast. Um, yeah, very good experience. I'd recommend if that bar crawl or if you, you go and, and participate in one of those, that's a good time. I've, I've mentioned it before, but I just want to mention it again because Kalen was such a nice guy um, at the, the weekend of the ACS 10-year anniversary, he had us all, I guess, like 20, 25 of us to the uh, Corolla Studios for, I don't know, hour, hour and a half, just kind of hanging out with us, just him, no one else, you know, had us in the studio, and then, um, I don't know, after about an hour and a half, he walked us over to Adam's Warehouse, where they have a bar and all of his cars, or I guess, 
at least some of his cars are in there. It was, it was great experience, and Kalen was really accommodating. So I don't know. Just I I think that, that fits the 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 kind of model, which is they're super accessible. Once you're there, yeah. or whatever, and you've made an effort, they appreciate their fans, and yeah. you get that at the live events. I mean, I've at, at any other thing I've ever been to, I've never had. I mean, that dude will stand there for three hours and shake every hand, you know, press the flesh and take a picture. I've never seen that before at anything. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, it is cool I, that he appreciates his fans like that. Yeah. yeah. Well, I will say, though, in like 1994, I went to a Beastie Boy concert and Adam Yap came out and met Uh-oh. and shook, pressed the. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> take that, Jaden. Oh, yeah. Don't clap me off, it, bitch. It was nice. Nice knowing you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is he the one yeah. that's a lot is he alive still no he he's the, the guy okay, i think he died of cancer oh that's a shame he will be missed yeah i was gonna say he'll be missed <laughs> so oh there's another couple lackeys like emmy emmy which who's uh olga's son-in-law he's been really cool with us uh, the podcast and um gabe think who does some of the marketing for chassis and adam's live events so he's been he's been good and he's going to come on the show he's going to come on the podcast uh in the next few weeks or so so and he's got an interesting story because he was an adam crowley fan first and then wound up getting a job there so cool yeah nice kind of a dream scenario all right, so we've talked about your other podcasts you listen to, and you've met Ace. I think we're moving on to Jaden's favorite part of the show, music and tool tunes. All right. What you got for me, baby? Well, what do you want to know, lover? Uh, <laughs> I was talking about music, but you, you want to finger my booty hole? I mean, we can you know. <laughs> douche that shit out. <laughs> what tool tunes you got? Uh, I would say, uh, let's see, uh, Journey, and I would like anything in the catalog, but like Wheel in the Sky, um, that one in um, uh, Caddyshack, any way you want it, that is very yep. toolish. Um, like, right. don't stop believing. I don't know if that's the name of the song or not. Yeah! So, so let's dance! Uh, too bad we can't see you, jerk off. Yeah. Ace, Ace shits on that movie. Oh, he does. Uh, I, but, I, you know, honestly, I haven't watched it yet. Uh, I don't know how to hold up. But I, I have that nostalgia thing with it. I was like, you know what, 10 years old or something. Yeah, I was young. and I was love this song. A lot of people have got their, I don't know, comedic Hold sense. Tight. <laughs> Please, go on. Yeah, keep it, keep it going. Now. That's all you get. Okay. All right. Drink up. But yeah, Caddyshack. A couple more whiskeys, maybe. Caddyshack doesn't really hold up, but I think yeah, a lot of people does, saw like, that movie in there. Judge you know, Smells. Oh, he Danny. Was Ted, mm-hmm. Ted, Ted Knight. He was in. Yeah, that was. Yeah. Character. World needs yeah. ditch diggers too, Danny. Yeah, that was awesome. What is this? Oh, oh well, wheel in the sky. Is. Yeah, nice. Oh, this is definitely a tool tune. Oh fuck yeah, it is. How do you not? I mean, do you guys not? Who doesn't love this song? 
I'll be honest with you, I kind of hate Journey, but yeah, oh. I might listen to this song. Oh, and those videos, like uh, Steve Perry is like a, a keyboard mounted to the side of a warehouse, and his mullet rocking in the breeze. So that you're trying to convince good. us to like them. It's, it's pretty awesome. I feel like that's, in my teenage you don't make it years, Journey was being forced on me. And the How videos, old are you? I'm 47. God damn, hey! Good on you. You look pretty good, at least in the pictures. Thank you. Thank you. So you weren't jamming this to get laid? <laughs> not, not this one. Yeah, when this came out, I was absolutely not getting laid. No, no, no. I was talking to Chris because he, oh. he says that he's, you know, he says that he, uh, what are you, getting your computer in a chokehold? No, All right. This is this is one where no, I even, even I have my standards. Yeah. Okay. okay, I got another one for you. Uh, Lover Boy. Everybody working for the weekend. Oh, that was a big song. Oh my god, that middle video school is days. Awesome too. <laughs> but I heard that song and I was in middle school and I was like, I don't get it. I don't get it. Working for the weekend. But I guess in my in my later years, yeah, I kind of get that. Yeah. Well, how did you not have a weekend in? Yeah. <laughs> there was no working back then. Yeah. Like I'm bobbing my head. I'm doing an overbite right now. <laughs> Everyone's watching. I, I got one that I'm just, I don't need to play it, but I'm curious. Do y'all like that song? Um, it's uh, uh, George Harrison, I Got My Mind Set on You. Ugh. I knew you were gonna say that. Cute. Okay, this is I why it's a tool team. The fucking Beatles. I mean, I don't hate them like the White Album is, but I just, I, I don't get it, man. <laughs> I think they're a little overrated, personally. Yeah, they were like they 100. Were, like Led Zeppelin. Led goddamn Zeppelin. Like I, I don't like the Beatles evolved over time, and I appreciate that, but I don't get it. And then, like, Paul McCartney, I don't know, whatever that Christmas song is, is a goddamn abortion. It sure is. Oh, it's... Oh! Let us stop from the start. Yeah, I'm okay with the Beatles. Never got into them. I mean... Eh. Yeah, me neither. But the... What was it? The Traveling Wilburys. Is that... Was that George Harrison? And Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, that was... Oh, I hate that. That was garbage. Yeah, that I'm was, not that into was it like at all. 80s, yep. early 90s, commercial, like, hey, we should, yeah, we can make a lot of money if we just kind of start up a new band and do some music videos. We can, you know, we can make a lot of money that way and kind of, you know, bank on the Beatles fame. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But anyway, that's kind of like my hatred of Elvis. I just don't get it. Yeah, I, I, I don't uh, know. I, I don't, I don't some of the Elvis, Elvis I get more than the beat. Like some of the same stuff is that guy evolved through the years, and then when uh, in the seventies, when everyone thought he's over the hill, that's some very kitschy, interesting stuff now. But yeah, the Beatles, like, and like when that they had some major box set that came out in the like what mid nineties, and somebody I know had it, and I went through it, and even back then I was just like, this is shit. I, I don't Jeez. get it. I, yeah. What do I know though? Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, I I've, I've been playing fucking I've been recording music for twenty years, and I just they don't they're not. It doesn't I, like 
Yeah, not my cup of tea. That's all. It just doesn't. It doesn't strike me. I mean, because I like plenty of music that people would probably hate and not get. Like Neon Trees is one of my favorite band. One of my favorite bands. I mean, and I don't know why. I just know that he has something that you know that well, it speaks, speaks to, to you me. somehow. Yeah, I mean, it's you know he has these memorable uh, melodies. But either way, um, do you have a least favorite or uh, like one of worst guest? Like, who, who would you say is your, your least favorite guest? Uh, okay, so what I'd say is recently Jordan Harbinger is... Yes. I mean, uh, it's I, good for the... Like, that's what, like, when Ace talks about, like, uh, like uh, the Kardashians. It's like, I don't know how the fuck you did it, but you're making money. Feels like that dude's making a living, and he just reads a bunch of books, and all right, and then just says this like kind of pop culture, whatever. Uh, I'm just like, I, I mean, I'll, I'll have it on. It doesn't bother me terribly, but I just don't think it adds anything. I'd rather listen to them talk without I, him there. I do listen to it to see if there's something new. It's sure. Most of it's really obvious. Today's the most recent Jordan Harbinger visit was uh, something to the effect of be positive have a positive attitude, but not too. But positive. not too positive. Yeah, it's like, yeah, oh, okay. awesome. Thank okay. you. Thanks, Thanks for that. What the fuck? God, he's such a hack. Yeah, he is. Uh, oh my god, couple, I give better advice than that. I'll give him yeah. a little bit of a of credit because a couple weeks ago, maybe he was on and he was talking about. It wasn't even his idea. He was quoting someone else that said. Well, I think that's basically the point, right? Yeah. If you're going to, they're have, none of his ideas. Yeah, if you're going to have. Uh, but, you know, just to me, it's like, okay, what does he bring that's new? And Yeah, he, he ought to have read a book on how to make an original thought. <laughs> yeah. He said something to the effect of um, if you're going to have an, a really strong opinion about something, like the stronger your opinion, the more you should know about the other side of the opinion. Again, which, good advice, yeah. but it's just regurgitating other shit. Yeah. So I, I can't disagree with that at all. But regurgitate something that's... You know, uh, interest, not very interest, profound. Interesting Original. or not, you know, hey, be positive, but not too positive. Well, one time that guy can snow you and you're like, oh, okay, yeah. But every, like every week or every other week, you're just like, oh, I know your jig is up, buddy. Yeah. 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 And and he, I don't know. Here's, here's aside from the fact that he's just hacky and like just doesn't really say anything unique or anything like that or really entertaining at all, in my opinion. The fact that there's a guy out there who's like, yeah, you should listen to me. I've got shit. I've sh I've got shit down. How many people out there do you think there are that are not only doing better than him, you know, in in all aspects of their life, but also are more, you know, financially successful and all these things? And it was like, for all I know, I'm more financially successful than that guy. I'm just not a. Well, I guess I am on a podcast. Hey, I'm doing better. Yeah, well, I just <laughs> got to get you on Talk Time Radio, available on all your favorite. No, but either way, I like he does. He does this weird thing. Anybody that gives advice or that, that offers this much advice, it just bothers me. Is that weird? I don't know. No, I think it's natural to, like in these days, it's natural to be uh, cynical or skeptical about that. And that guy is pretty surface. So, I mean, and maybe that guy is super deep and we just don't know it, but it. He's not. He's no, not. If he was, I, if he was super deep, then we would. Know. I'm trying to give him some credit, but no. Yeah, he's just he, and good for him. He reads a bunch of self help books, but 
I mean, I, weird. <laughs> Who does like? Uh, why is know, it okay? Well, it was like that similar thing. Like if uh, all the people that read the self help books and another Dude, thing read that, on Facebook, but I don't. I don't know. I don't go on a podcast and tell you I know the answers to shit. Well, you're still okay. Well, you still get you still get the applause. But <laughs> it, the thing is, it's also like the same thing with Facebook. Like the people that I know that post inspirational memes, like nonstop. I've never done are the one. last. Okay, good. Yeah, but those are always the last people that you Stop want to take accusing advice. me. No, I'm not. I'm How saying, dare like, you? I'm. I'm not. I, All right. I believe <laughs> in my home in front of my children. No, um, my it's like the people. The people that are constantly giving advice and like posting like inspirational quotes and all this. And it was like, wait, hold on. Did you forget your life has been a wreck this whole time, <laughs> and you're the last person I want to take advice from? It's like for some reason they always forget that part. Yeah, the more inspirational yeah. posts you put out there, the the more of a disaster your life is for sure. There's some correlation yeah. there. Yeah, and the and the the more you post about how much you love your husband and how happy y'all are, it's like it, it, I know he's he's fucking an Applebee's hostess. Trust me, it's it's fine. Yeah, we know you're miserable. It's whatever. <laughs> but before you plug anything, because we're we uh, we got to close uh, here in about twenty or so. Um, what uh, I always like getting your your favorite porn categories. You seem like a guy that's not very shy about talking about that. So. <laughs> What's your go? How much time we got? Yeah, so many. No, that's why. I, that's why I did this before you get your plugs in. Oh, now I don't want to get in. That's disgusting. How dare what? you? Are you fucking kidding me? You, fucking you must pussy. be kidding. I, I don't know. You're for sure kidding, right? I'm demure. I'm a, what? Just a wilting flower. Oh, early. He said his girlfriend was in the other room earlier. So. Oh, wow. That's. Yeah. Say, understood. Well, we'll pick out her. Her, you know. Well, you could say either the porns that y'all make. You'd be like, "That's my favorite porn." Oh or, my God. or you pick out her. Her like, what's well, she? I'm with Ace on that one. I don't need to see any of that. Yeah. No, okay. Well, back right. to yeah. Brilliant so, white body. <laughs> the glare coming off of me. Do you like? Well, do you like your porn? Do you like the the. Uh, Starlets to be perfect or snaggletooth? Uh, I gotta lean towards a snaggletooth. I'm with the the yeah. kind of realism aspect of it. Like, and if you meet, like, if you go out dating, for instance, and you meet somebody who's super done up, there's kind of overdone, right? And to me, uh, all natural is kind of a little bit uh, not hippie, but Somewhere in the middle there. Yeah. Don't be afraid to put on a little blush, but... Exactly. Don't, <laughs> don't have other people be afraid of you if you don't, you know? No, um... Yeah, well, shit, I thought oh, that was going to cover some time. I was going to say can... back up to... You name your worst guest, but what about favorite? So what are your some of your favorite guests, recurring or reoccurring oh, bits? Oh, yeah. So, uh... Recently, I would say that Kyle Donegan and when he's doing that, uh, the Trump like listening to tweets, that just cracks me up. Yeah, yeah, that is that is good stuff. Yeah, that guy's great. That guy, yeah, he is pretty fucking funny. Um, uh, one of the most p- compelling guests, and he's probably never coming back, was that Navy SEAL. Um, Rob oh, Jocko. Yeah. Oh, damn. That oh, was- Jocko too was good. He, jo- I Willis yeah. something. I forget his name. With Link. Or something like that, Jocko Willink. I, uh, what I love, and this is another thing too, like 
so Ace talks all this shit about people that write children's books. And I, I agree with this. You know, if you write a children's book, you probably, it's probably because you couldn't cut it. You couldn't entertain adults, which is fine, whatever. And then that guy comes in there and plugs it and Ace, you know, obviously I, it's one of those Garagos things where he's not just going to shit on the guy. Yeah. The guy, guy would probably kick his ass. You know, he's just being a good host, but you, do you think it's painful for him? I think it is. I don't know if it was not be able to say anything because I, I actually got that book for my son. Who's, he was oh, six or seven. No, the whole the book is a little bit different because it's it's not, hey teddy bears whatever. It's more like hey how, how do, to put like how a do you train tap. how do you train yeah. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> does he have more than one? No, it's just one. But it's more oh, about okay. how do you train your young you know son to not be a pussy. Yeah, so, take out ISIS. It's useful. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. and also, Maybe I misunderstood. To, you know, Maybe I misunderstood. Yeah. I thought it was a. One to the head. Straight up One to the head. Oh yeah, no, two. Double no, it tap. wasn't a. It was not a the typical like illustrated book at all. It's more like, you know, don't don't be a pussy, son. Yeah. Gr- green eggs and assault rifles. But Rob O'Neill was <laughs> great. I would love for that guy to come back, but I I feel like he's told his one story though. You know? Yeah. Oh, I the think- ro- the, oh Rob. Rob O'Neill, the seal, yeah. the guy that takes credit for killing Osama bin Laden. Yeah, and then, yeah, but now he's got the airplane story since he's been there. Air- oh, oh, he was yeah, drunk he, on an airplane. Yeah, he yanked <laughs> off. That's Wait, right. what happened? That's right. I don't know oh, how he got that- bounced off an airplane oh. for being too drunk. I'd like to hear that one. Yeah, Wait. how did that come up? Even I don't know how I even know about that. I I think maybe. I saw it on the interweb. That or did Gina maybe cover it at some point? I don't I don't know. That was a oh, that was I, a one of the I think that was probably one of people's favorite. You know, podcasts of all oh, time, dude. That was the, so compelling. Yeah, that was uh, the the whole. Sto- he's a great storyteller too, because he remembers it in such detail. And yeah, I think my favorite part was where they were going up the stairs. They had night vision on, and they got Osama bin Laden's son to. You know, they like in Arabic. They were like, "Hey, Muhammad," and the guy like peeked his head around the corner and just blasted his brains out right there that was kind of nice that was fascinating i like the part where didn't obama like try to push his wife in front of him (laughs) you know obama pushed michelle in front (laughs) oh i'm sorry (laughs) (laughs) no obama would have been like what uh uh, you could shoot my wife um, uh, I do a shitty Obama. That's yeah, that's bad. funny though. He's, Osama, Osama. Um, that wasn't terrible. Pushes his fucking wife in front. That's fucking hilarious. Did she get shot? No, I don't think she did. Well, according to the movie I watched, which is pretty much a documentary, no. Are you talking about his <laughs> Mrs. Bin Laden? No, uh, whatever the movie was. Uh, the movie with Jessica Chastain. Yes. Yeah. Pretty oh. much a documentary. <laughs> Yeah, I like to, I like to think so. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Word. Well, do you have anything uh, you want to plug? A business website, anything? Are both? you kidding me? Yeah. Hey, let's do it. Uh, look me up on Grinder. Watchcock <laughs> James sixty nine, all lowercase, no spaces. Yeah. Yeah. Bear no, I Italian. don't. I have not, nothing. I'm just an ordinary Joe. Really? Well, you don't have like a fucking. Twitter or Instagram? You want to get a bunch twat. of dick pics? Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't do any of that stuff. I, I probably well, one of our on the tweets. One of our listeners uh, was, you know, sort of winding right now to get that that down. 
<laughs> Hopefully more than one. Yeah, yeah, maybe. So, I don't know. Did we, we've talked about it before, like bucket list items or that you have or favorites of Adam, the bucket list items. Like dive into the dive into a body of water with a knife in your mouth. Oh shit! Uh, so like, ah, let me think. I would say I always wanted to parachute, which is kind of pretty milk toast for that kind of idea. But um, now you've got to do it. Like when I wanted to do it was in my twenties, or when an idea you know kind of uh, was in my head. Now you got to have a dude strapped on your back, so that's out. No. Um. <laughs> Uh, yeah, well, you know, I'll, I'll take your I'll take your uh, bucket list item and, and kind of elaborate on it to, to one of two mine. Two dudes strapped to your back. Yeah, well, one in the front, no one in the back. <laughs> yeah, well, Bonnie Bonnie will be trapped in the middle. There's one guy on the front. One. No, um, what, what I what I always loved is where they take the parachute and throw it out, and you got to jump without a parachute and like oh, do that base weird jumping. bullet move. No, no, no. Like they take it and throw it out of the plane. And then like throw the chick, and you're like, no, and you got to die. Oh, you, know? you, you got to catch the parachute. Get, yeah, you got to catch the parachute. Oh, in the movies you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. That's a good move, right? I wonder if that's possible. Yeah. To catch up yeah, with the shit yeah, the you just down. you just put your arms to your side and really like put. Oh, like, I know exactly how to do it. How many yeah, you get like a real, do I need to see? Only you get a two. determined. You get a I've seen terminal velocity. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you just get a determined look on your face, and then you put your arms next to your sides, and you just catch that shit. Yeah, yeah. Did y'all ever see that guy that that jumped out and landed without a parachute and lived? What? Yeah, this guy jumped out of a out of a plane, and they had a they had a he landed on a net, but he had to go through this tiny little hole to get to it. It was fucking insane. You should check it out. They jumped out of a plane, fucking full speed goes through like the roof of a barn, you know, like a little hole and lands on a net and fucking lives. I was going to, I was thinking it was like a, like an incredible tuck and roll situation, you know, like, <laughs> Oh no. Hit the ground. Yeah. <laughs> shoulder I get roll. the risk. I the get the risk there. Yeah. <laughs> I get the risk. If you have to hit a target, I don't know if I would want to do that. You know? Well, at least no, if you die, no. it's just over. Yeah. Oh, fuck You're going a hundred miles an hour. Boom. Especially these days, anything you do is going to be 4K, fucking 120 frames per second, you know, fucking, you know. Trust so your me. parents get to watch you explode into a million pieces. So would you ever, yeah. if you could go solo, would you, would you? Uh, uh, yeah, I, I probably would. I'm a couple surgeries in to my, uh, some of my body parts, back and shoulder and stuff, but I would probably do it. Um, and it's more about the time now. Like, I'm busy. I got a million things to do, and you got to take a weekend to do that. Yeah. So well, and just, and like, yeah. I'm sorry. Well, no, I was gonna say, you know, you could have it could be a chick strapped to your back or your front, right? Do, I mean, it's do not. Do you think I want to strap on pound it into me, buddy? Oh, what? <laughs> How dare you! <laughs> in my home, in front of my in front of parachute, and right in my anus. What about? Would you bungee jump? Um, yeah, I would do that. I would do, I would do any of that. I think, uh, I do think now that I'm past kind of midlife that my body is like a little bit more rickety and you kind of realize that there's some, uh, like, uh, effects that like 
things don't like if you break things because I've done a few. Um, they don't even if they're surgically repaired, they don't come back like they used to. So I think there's a little bit more thought, but I would definitely. If I was on a, a vacation, skydive, bungee jump, I'd do it all. Yeah, for sure. Fuck yeah. And I would say, like, I motorcycle a bit, and that, for me, is a, um, an awesome release. And I think I kind of relate with Ace on the racing, because um, I'd like to... I haven't tracked my bike, uh, just take it around a track. Um, that's something I want to do this summer. Yeah, I've seen you talk about that a bit. I know you're a motorcycle enthusiast. What kind of bike do you have? Uh, uh, and I'm not gonna, I'm yeah. not gonna know what you're talking about. But um, yeah, I'll tell you. So it's a, a Yamaha FC10. So it's more the, a Japanese style. They call it naked. So it means it doesn't have the fairings on the side. And it's a little bit more upright position. But it's like it's crazy pop, Like. For a blue-collar guy, it is like a Ferrari, Porsche, supercar power and speed for 12000 bucks. And then you take it and you do some modifications on it and you boost it up a little more. It's insane. And it is like, it's very dangerous, and but fun as hell. And I mean, I, I absolutely love it. I just, I mean, that's one of the few things in my life. Uh, I appreciate so many things about my life, and I'm very uh, appreciative for all, uh, my, all my white privilege and all that. But that's one of the few things that really kind of fucking flips my cookie. So we don't we don't speak gay slang. Yeah, yeah. No. Where, yeah do you, where, where do you where do you ride? They flip my, what's that? Where do you ride? Do you go out like kind of? Oh well, so what what I'd say is out here. There's like you can go up into the mountains and stuff, and like uh, we have like the mountain ranges around here and there's some kind of twisties in there and just beautiful scenery up and down everywhere i mean that's why you live out here and so i'll ride out to there's just so many destinations um but i'll ride out to the coast like you just like i from my house i can go out to the coast and back within a couple hours like maybe three hours i'll be on the beach in the sand and then just get on my bike and ride back nice yeah, or, I know what you're talking about because I've I've been to Portland recently, and yeah, I know some of these roads where it's there's like tree canopies over that. They're up and down, pretty steep hills and winding all around, and trails to the left and right. So yeah, yeah. it is a beautiful area, sure. It, oh yeah, super beautiful. Yeah, just I mean that's why I'm out here. I mean I came out. I was dating a girl uh, when I lived in Phoenix. Her parents have. Uh, her ex-girlfriend had a farm down in the Eugene area for like I want to say 300 acres and it is just God's country yep. just absolutely beautiful nice so um, I don't know just kind of in general what would you say how would you say Adam has impacted your life um, we, ask that, we ask that sometimes so. What I would say is the kind of messages are uh, reaffirming in terms of when he gets so beyond just the daily entertainment to make some of the daily drudgery of life kind of whoosh by. It's way easier to tolerate any kind of commute. And I was living up in Washington when I was listening to him on the radio and I would do a 36 mile commute one way. And that's how I got after uh, one of my crashes. I got back on a bike because the people out here are so slow. But when I'm in the car, I would listen to him. Okay, so beyond that entertainment, as he's got more philosophical on his pod cart, um, 
I would say that the message is about self-reliance and like um, kind of work ethic and those types of things are reaffirming to somebody who's already kind of living that life. Mm. And I, I manage uh, like I've been managing people for she's mm, uh, wow, like something like 14, 15, 16 years or something, hundreds of people. And in the past several years, since I listened to so much Corolla, I mean, some of that's his messages come through me and I've even modified some of what I say and how I coach younger people um, with some of what he says, you know, yeah. so it's like, uh, like beyond just the podcast or beyond entertainment, I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah. You know, I, I get it. Yeah. I, I, I think reaffirming is a good word for it. You know, I think we've, we talked about that before where he will put into words something that you've kind of already lived by and maybe you haven't said it before, but yeah. Puts, or you didn't it articulate it. Yeah. And it's reaffirming. And I, I imagine that Adam's kind of independent streak would resonate well with you. Right. Oh, apps. Yeah, absolutely. Like, you know, there's just, nobody's going to kind of, I don't want to say there's nobody's going to tell me what to do. Plenty of people tell me what to do, but uh, you kind of like that idea about just pushing through a challenge. I mean, I, I was doing some of that, a lot of it on my own, but hearing about it and then some of the one-on-one -on -one stuff that I, I don't get behind the paywall, but some of that one-on-one -on -one stuff where he's talking to some of those uh, folks, I would say speaks to me and beyond just the entertainment value. Sure. Kind of like a TED Talk or something. Yeah, I like it with, too with Adam where it is reaffirming, but it's also... You know, he kind of feels the pain of when you when you do work with someone or you have an employee that it, it just doesn't get it. You know, it just keeps oh, shooting yeah. themselves in the foot or just, you know, doing the retard laps. It's just, <laughs> yeah, it's, just yeah. it's kind of a. Yeah. And I use that line, too. I was like, how many laps are we going to do here? Yeah. It's you know? good to know that someone else is experiencing that with people in their everyday life that just frustrate the hell out of them or have, you know, kind of you know, their life is governed by emotion, um, at, in the workplace, you yep. know, where it's yep. like, I, f you know, even though he says, I feel like I feel, but I don't think he really means it in that way. But yeah, there's a lot of folks you work with that are just kind of governed by feelings. Yeah, um, for sure. I work in like in a technical data driven field and even there there's politics and feelings and you've got to navigate that stuff. And if you're the, the, the more you can get above that and look at yourself and the situation um, without feeling it, the a lot of the time, the better off you are. Yeah. 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 It's a good point, man. So and before we wrap up, I mean, anything else you wanted to cover? Like, just Oh yes. Recent. Uh, okay. Oh yes. All right. Go. So I'd say two very important things for Jaden. Uh, one, he had talked about his vasectomy <laughs> and wanted some advice. Uh, We're not going to talk me out of it as long as that's not that. You yeah. do. Oh, no. Go ahead and do it. In your home. Just, yeah. you're, nobody tells you this, but your balls are going to drop about like a half inch. No. Oh, yeah. Nobody says shit to you, but this is me, your buddy, Jimbo, telling you about like, uh, like Exhibit <laughs> came in and pimped your balls and gave you a low rider. And, uh, yeah. So that's it. Something Why do you, you think that know. is? Is it? What is there a? Well, you I have no idea. 
I don't. Get a, I don't think you can a get lot. a ball sack job, right? You can tighten them hose up, right? I have no idea, but uh, well, you look into it for your girlfriend's sake. Oh, so she's for, be fucking oh, forgive make a funnier me. sound. Are you kidding me? Uh, oh, oh, I see. Yeah, I don't think I don't think a lot about ball sack aesthetics. Oh so no, I'm not worried about saying the aesthetics. That, I'm saying talking that, uh, functionality. Whoa. When you're running around, them uh, things be fucking okay, yeah, like yeah. different. Wait, so you so you wear boxers? Oh, I'm into the like the elastic, but like the Tommy John type of underwear. Oh, okay, so yeah, you're all you're boots. all straight in there, but when yeah, when those come off, yeah, it's it's fucking weird. It's so, saggy sack city. Yeah, it's like uh, yeah, it's like you just aged to 65 in like one day. Oh, so you're just giving me? It's not really advice. You're just giving me the heads up. Yeah, and it's the like ball, balls up. down. Yeah, heads up. You'll be dragging them bitches around. <laughs> so what was the second thing? Oh, you had talked about smokers, and I would, uh, um, I would ad- advise a Traeger. A s- smoke? Oh, like smoking me. smokers? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Get your mind off the cock, my cock. Okay. <laughs> well, I'd, have, I'd have to. I'd have You've to fight be through here, kid. Oh yeah, I'd, I'd have to fight through a, a, a saggy wall of ball sack. <laughs> yeah, to get right to through it, that but... ball sack into some smoked meats. Oh. Yeah, Un- unwieldy. Yeah, <laughs> unwieldy transition. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. What's it called again? I'll write a, that a down. Traeger. Traeger. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah, and what I would say about that, it's like uh, I think anybody that would be uh, what I want to say, um, like somebody that's really into smoking meat, maybe they would bash on it. I don't know. I've never heard one bad thing about a Traeger. Um, but for the entry, I don't want to say entry. They're not cheap. Um, yeah, it's T R A E G E R. Um, you cannot fuck it up if you just follow the instructions. This is a thing it like with an auger in it. It feeds pellets. Um, you'll love it, it and you'll smoke the fuck out of some meats. Yeah, fuck yeah. Super I think Chris was looking too. for a brand too. Chris, Chris is again. also looking, yeah. I think Chris was looking in to get into the smoking meat also, right, Chris? I would like to. It's one of those things where I'll be honest, I would really like to really get into that but i probably won't oh, but you never know i've got so you know, i've got a few decades left uh, maybe i will well this one is so easy it comes with instructions you look recipes online they're super simple and you just it's electric you plug that thing in it feeds little pellets into a little uh burner mm-hmm. and it smokes that shit and it's got like all the electronics on it super easy oh you can't fuck it up that's you good. cannot fuck it up. Oh, nice. And you can leave oh, yeah. it and probably little chance that your house is going to burn down. That's okay. always a plus. Yeah. 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 So well, watch I, barely, I don't even leave. Get a Traeger. Hell yeah. That's that's good advice. That's a good way to close, actually. So uh, if you, unless you had something else, I guess, uh, Chris, go ahead and bring it home. Yeah. So uh, just a reminder, everybody, check us out on Facebook, the Endless Rainers Podcast Facebook book group join us there and comment or you know we put some polls out put some questions out so you can get involved twitter at endless ranters and instagram at endless ranters podcast and uh, just another reminder to check out some of Jaden's work talk time radio search that on your favorite podcast app check it out it's pretty crazy very creative and uh, Jaden's music curious fm the last podcast with Geo 
That was actually one of Jaden's original songs that uh, we played out to. So it was good stuff. Good stuff. So thank you, sir. Very talented. But uh, James, thanks again for spending this time with us. We appreciate it. Thank you. Been a pleasure. Yep. So signing off. This is Chris saying, "Get it on." This is Jaden saying, "Get it on." This is James saying, "It's been gotten on." I got my mind set on you. 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 And this time.